Welcome to Interns Top 5, the podcast where us interns from Explora talk about our favorite five things from a topic of our choice. I'm Sean. I'm Xavier. I'm Clarissa. And I'm Sean again. Welcome to Intern Top 5. This week we're going to do our top five favorite movies. Would you like to go first, Sean? Oh yes, I will. I have like two honorable mentions. I don't really have honorable mentions, but they're just good, but not good enough to be on the list. But I like them a lot. They're just okay. Yeah. <laughs> like um, the first Black Panther, well, the only Black Panther movie. Where's, yeah, that one's really good. And then was, another one. Was is, there not a second one? No. No. I thought there was for a second, but then I realized. They were in the process of making a second one when he oh. passed away. Yeah. I wonder Aww. if they'll like release that footage. That footage of. I'm wondering if maybe they'll do what they did with Leia. Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. And just... Do you not know about that? Nope. No idea what you Oh, she passed away when they were filming one of the last... Like, one of the The newer... The second last of Star Wars. Yeah. Like, one of the newer Star Wars. Oh, Leia. Yeah. Yeah. And she she passed away, so they just animated her into it. (laughs) It wasn't very good, to be fair... Well, I still think I mean, there's the going to be a... ones were kind of bad the, anyway. Yeah, it, it was overshadowed by all the other bad, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know they are making another Black Panther where his sister is going to be. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I heard. Whatever they call it. The, the, the queen? The, the, uh, the... What of Wakanda? The, the one who eats the magic plant, fruit. The plant eater, yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I forgot the term. And then uh, my other honorable mention would be, I think Endgame. I love, I liked it. There was Endgame. a lot going on, and it felt like it went by fast, even though it was like two hours. Oh my god, it was. It two was hours. long. <laughs> I think it was probably more than that. It's but probably yeah. one of those two and a half hour Avengers movies. That was, that was definitely a good movie. Yep, and then uh, coming at five would be Iron Man two. Iron Man two. I don't know. One was good, but two I think was. I liked when he, like, just... That's, like, when he was in his prime, and he just started building stuff like crazy. Can you refresh for me what Iron Man 2 was? What is that when he had the Iron Legion? That's where he has, like... Or is that Iron Man 3? That's the one where he creates, like, a ton of different, like, replicas of his suit. Iron, okay. In different, like, shapes and forms. And so then they all Iron come Legion. and help him to rescue Pepper. Yeah, okay. Isn't that Iron Man 3? Because he blows up all the suits. No, he just... Yeah, three is the one with the Iron Legion. So two is the one with... I know my Iron Man's. Like, my favorite. the other guy who basically stole the technology, right? Yeah, the one that was, like, in prison, and then they... Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He's the lightning whips. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Refreshing. I'm just going to take off that whole... Episode five, featuring some weird guy in the background. So, <laughs> so you're... What, you're so it's I'm, actually Iron Man three? My number five is Iron Man 3, okay. apparently. Yes, I got the numbers wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I, I still like that scene. That scene was really awesome. And still, his cars get me every time. Love his cars. <laughs> and then at four, Tokyo Drift. Mainly because I saw it like three days ago, and it's a great movie. It's so... I, I know a lot of Fast and Furious fans don't like it. Just because it doesn't have much to do with the lore. But also, it's like... Come on. They're drifting fast cars. It's awesome. 
and just Tokyo in general is a cool place to see cars drifting and Tokyo's real cool and then three is an old one I've seen like a, like tw- four times I want to say four times in my lifetime I Am Legend yeah Will Smith yeah it was really good Will Smith is a great actor Will Smith is absolutely a legend he is a legend and then two uh, is Inception I don't know if any of you guys seen that. Inception. Inception is great. Oh, that should be on my list. That's so good. I love that whole concept of, like, dream within a dream. Did you you watch it multiple times? No. I've only seen it once. Oh, you've got to watch it again. No, I've seen it once as a kid, and I've seen it again, like, a few months ago. Actually, maybe refresh my memory. I may have seen that and just don't remember it by its title. Um, Because when you said the dream inside of a dream, my brain was like, I think I've seen that. Leonardo DiCaprio. It's Leonardo DiCaprio, and he, he's this dude who... Does he work for the government? No, he... He doesn't work for the government tech. Technically? But it's technology. government technology. Yeah, the technology they used, I think it cool. was government. And like their boss, the guy that tells them what missions they need to go on, I, th- I don't think it was underground... I don't know. Well, anyway, so Leonardo DiCaprio has this team of people, and uh, uh, they have this technology that when someone goes to sleep, they can hook up, hook up, hook up to their arm, and go inside of their mind, and so they try and gain information through their dream. That sounds really familiar. I think I've seen it and just don't remember saying it that well. Yeah, basically they're in their dream, but another hard uh, part of it is that they have to, like, maintain their, like, power. Because if they let the person that's in charge of the dream take over, then they'll get booted out right away. Because, like, it's not their dream that they're going into. Sometimes they do go in their own dream, but... Yeah, it's like when you have a lucid dream and then you kind of wake up. It's kind of like that. You can't let them know that that you're that they are dreaming, or else it messes everything up. Right. <laughs> yes, and then um, number one would be uh, Fast and Furious Seven. Which one's that? That is the one. All I know it by is the last one that like Paul Walker was technically alive in. It's like the big deal where they're. Um, there's this like technology that can see you from anywhere on the in the world and they're trying to like get it from the bad guys and i think a part that you would remember it by is like they're in a hotel with like a like in hypersport it's like a car that's like so expensive and it's in the building and they're crashing through other buildings and getting trying to escape yeah i don't know Uh, if you've seen that i i haven't seen it but i've definitely seen clips of it yes and that's the famous one where at the end it's Paul Walker and um, Vin Diesel taking separate um, roads at the end. What that okay. song, uh, See You Again, by That's a pretty good list, Sean. Uh, Clarissa, you want to you wanna go next? Sure. So, I'm going to start my list with an honorable mention of Big Hero 6. Uh, okay. One of the only reasons I consider it to be a great movie that used to be on this list is the scene where he's like, 
deflating. Mm-hmm. And the aunt is like, or maybe it's his mom. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um, and, it's, and they're like, how was your day? And Paymax goes, we jumped out of a window. Like, that's the only reason. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, only reason. That movie, it seemed like really big for a second. And then it just kind of deflated. That's true. It definitely did. Um, a little bit like Baymax. <laughs> but I think it was really comical the first time I saw it, and it's probably one of the only Disney scenes that's really stuck with me. Mm. And I can't explain why it's that scene, but it is. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, my number five is My Neighbor Totoro. It's kind of a confusing movie if you don't pay attention to it. You might get a little bit confused because there's cat bus and you're like, what is that? What is cat bus? <laughs> um, it's a cat, but a bus. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, but I, from what I've seen, it looks like Magic School Bus. The cat bus does look a little bit like the Magic School Bus. Um, I'll give you that. <laughs> but I think... The reason that that movie is really good is it allows the two girls who are like the main characters of the movie to really be imaginative and kind of push away that kind of like adult thing that people are supposed to gain as they get older Mm. because the father doesn't see it. He doesn't know what they're talking about and the girls are constantly seeing things. They're seeing like the soot sprites. And then they go and they find Totoro. And the dad's like, no. But no. they're like... You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's a good movie to kind of show that we should all kind of keep our imagination and be open to things that might seem a little outrageous, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Keep creativity alive. Yeah, for sure. Um, my number four is Little Women. The, it's based on a book. The really long book? Yeah, based on the really long book. Um, I think one of the main reasons I enjoyed this movie was probably because uh, Emma Watson was in it, and so was uh, Timothy, except I don't want to mispronounce his last name, so I'm not going to say Timothy? it. Timothy? Timothy. I feel like there's a lot of Tims. Well, if you've seen Little Women, you know which Timothy I'm talking about. His last name's French. I don't want to say it wrong. Timothy Beggett? No. (laughs) Um. It starts with a C, if that helps you. Um, But I think it was a really good movie, and I have yet to read the book for it, so I can't say if the book or movie was better, because all I've seen is the movie. But I think it was a really kind of heart-wrenching story. It kind of sucks you into the story mm-hmm. with it, and you kind of feel like you're there, and you are kind of empathetic towards the characters, especially Joan. They make you just follow Joan's journey, and when she finally realizes she was in love with the male lead, it's too late. And I think that that's kind of 
obviously what they were going for, but it kind of draws the audience even further in because they've been on this whole journey with Joan. And now she's finally realized that she's in love with someone and he's married to her sister. Oh. So she can't have him. And I think that really hurts her. And it really pulls in the audience for that like dramatic effect to keep them engaged. So it's, it's I was going to say written pretty well, but I guess writing <laughs> doesn't really translate over to movie, but it's directed well, I guess. Yeah. Also, um, I'm going to probably ruin it, but it's, according to Google, Chalamet. See? I didn't know how to pronounce that, and I didn't want to try. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Because so. I don't know how they pronounce T's in French. Oh, sh- Chalamet? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> sounds good. Um, my number three is Tangled. Mm-hmm. I have to put it there. Um, I think it's a timeless movie, and it's sadly underrated i think it's astonishingly better than frozen (laughs) and frozen gets all the hype but i really think that tangled should have that much hype it's by far my favorite disney movie obviously not including some of their other universes like marvel and Mm -hmm. all that stuff but as like an actual animated Disney movie that is by far my favorite one. What do you, th- what about it? Like. I wish I could tell you, but I just don't get bored of it. I could watch it probably every day for two years and I'd be like, this is still the best movie ever. Wow. It wouldn't be like, I watch it for two days and be like, this is horrid. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So you, you just like Rapunzel or? I guess. <laughs> okay, okay. I also kind of liked Mother Gothel's character. I hate her as a person. Hate her as I a don't person. I think she's real. But, like, her character and her placement in the story was really nice. Like, it was very fitting. And I think whoever played Mother Gothel did a really good job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... My number two is Baby Driver. Oh, yes. That's a good movie. I really liked that movie. Um, I can't tell you why I liked it so much, <laughs> but that's another one that I could probably watch all the time and never, never get bored with it. I also tend to enjoy all of the movies that the main character is in. I can't remember his name. I'll get back to you on that. Um, but he's in several movies that I've also seen. He was in um, Ow. Love, Simon, if I remember right. And he was Ansel Elgort. That's his name. And he was in Fault in Our Stars. And... A bunch of movies like that and I really like those other movies but in particular Baby Driver just really stood out to me and I kind of liked that he wasn't necessarily 
doing what he was doing by choice. Mm-hmm. He was doing it for the people around him, and I think that that really made him stick out a little bit from the other criminals he was working with. I think Baby Driver, its use of music was really good and just contributed so well. And uh, just how there was only music playing for the audience when he was listening to music was a great touch. And it all just really contributed to the story, especially like the action scenes. It wasn't about the action, it was about how it affected him. I can see why it's on your list. Yeah. I totally agree with the music. I think that was a really powerful use of the music and something that's not seen in a lot of films. Mm-hmm. And my top movie is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, both part one and part two. That's two um, movies. Well, yeah, but it's technically one. It's one book. <laughs> Um, I really like the music from both Deathly Hallows Part 1 and Part 2 significantly more than the music from any other movie. Um, The film scores for the others are classic, sure. Mm -hmm. But the film scores for the last two are very powerful and they feel very heavy. You can feel the weight behind them. You can feel the emotion that that music is supposed to convey. And I think that's really nice. I also kind of like that closure that you get from it being the end. Oh, yeah. Like... It opens at the close, and I think that's really powerful, and it works very well. Um, I think there are definitely some things that are horrifically painful about that movie, um, including the loss of several characters, (laughs) but... Even with all that, I think it gives every character the quality that they once needed. Neville became brave. And sure, he was brave anyway. He was sorted into Gryffindor. But he became brave. And he really started to like stand up for what he was doing. And even some of the characters that were meant to be on one side or the other kind of rebelled against that idea. And so I think that's probably one of the reasons it's one of my favorite movies. It gave uh, a lot of character to underdeveloped characters, kind of. Yes. Though, poor John Williams and his other soundtracks, jeez. I'm sorry. (laughs) Alexander Desplat just did so much better. All right, Xavier, what about your list? On my list, my list is definitely the best of all the lists. I'm sure Sean would agree. Um, so, uh, as my honorable mention, um, my, my honorable mention's kind of tied with fifth place. I, I wasn't sure where to put them, but uh, Wild Wild West with Will Smith and uh, I forgot his name. But it's just, it, it's such a stupid, silly movie, and I, I love it so much. I've seen it way too many times, and what's his name? It's not... Kevin Klein? Huh. Anyway. 
<laughs> Will Smith in it is absolutely fantastic, just like he is in all of his other movies. Not a single bad Will Smith movie. Don't quote me on that. But <laughs> uh, he's just he's really good in it, and I love the Wild West theme of the movie and how it's it's it has a lot of jokes that don't land, but also it has some really good jokes in there. Um, so it's good enough to be an honorable mention at least. And then my fifth place is Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray because that's just such a classic movie and it's really good about the way it treats the characters and how Bill Murray grows throughout him dying constantly and restarting the same day um it's I also love that it takes place in this weird town that is just in the middle of nowhere and has no connection with civilization or not civilization but like he can't leave the town which is kind of a cool addition it's definitely immersive that they do it that way and I think it really adds to that movie it's been a long time since I've seen it but as soon as you said the title I was like Oh my gosh, yes. That is a good movie. <laughs> that is a good movie. Yeah. And Bill Murray is just fantastic in pretty much everything he's in. You can quote me on that, because he's great. Um, <laughs> um, and then my, my fourth, fourth option, fourth on the list... It should probably be lower, but also, I, it was fun. Um, Snakes on a Plane with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. And it's an even stupider movie than Wild Wild West, but <laughs> it's also kind of not necessarily a classic, but a lot of people know of it, or at least know the classic line from it um which i am not allowed to repeat um but uh it's absolutely fantastic of a movie and samuel L. jackson it's he's a perfect perfect fit for that character um then for number three i have now You See Me, which is a, a heist movie with magicians. Um, I'm really into heist movies, and magic is just pretty awesome. So mixing the two is absolutely fantastic. Uh, and it has a pretty big cast, and... The character development is a little bit lacking, however, it makes up for it with the scenes and just it being really clever about its its heists and kind of explains it pretty well. Now You See Me 2, on the other hand, is iffy, and they're coming out with a third, which I'm a little scared of, but definitely going to see it. Then... 
for my second, I have Ocean's Eleven. Um, that too also has a huge cast and uh, is also a heist movie. Really good. Really. That has really good character development and absolutely fantastic of a movie. Um, again, the second one is not very good and the third one is iffy, but they started off real strong. <laughs> um, then my number one top movie of all time, Men in Black, with Will Smith again because he's just too good. He's just awesome. I can agree with you on that. Men in Black is definitely a good movie. Hearing your list, there are definitely movies that I'm like, man, I should have put that on my list. <laughs> but I think Men in Black is definitely a classic. I watched it several times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of my parents' favorite movies as well, so we watch it pretty often. And I think even looking back at it, even though you can tell the special effects are a little... Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> even though they're a little off from what we're used to now, I think even though you can, especially with how they do special effects now, you can kind of tell the difference. Mm-hmm. I think that doesn't really change the quality of the movie. It still remains to be a really, really great movie and a great series of that. It really is. Um, Tommy Lee Jones and is great plays off of will smith perfectly like the really high energetic and then the old guy who's been there a long time and ah. but the new one the new men in black i hated it so much men in black four the one with the lady yeah and the guy that plays thor no it's his wait is it is it the guy who plays thor or is it his brother might be his brother not sure. I'm not sure. I'll get back to you in a second. However, it was awful. I hated it so much. I thought it was kind of not a disgrace to the franchise, but really bad. <laughs> um, just didn't didn't feel like Men in Black to me, and was overall pretty pretty bad of a movie. I give them props for trying to integrate more people, but I also feel like they... Oh, it is the guy who plays Thor. It is. Um, But I also feel like they tried a little bit too hard, Mm -hmm. and they made it a little bit on Men in Black. Yeah. Also, Chris Chris Hemsworth's character was real stupid. No kidding. <laughs> he was so dumb. I don't know how he could be that much of an idiot in part of Men in Black. I don't. I don't understand. And was it? Did he play in Ghostbusters in the new Ghostbusters too? Did he? It was okay. That might have been his brother. But I know it was a Hemsworth. I'm not sure which one. But is that also the one with? The female characters? So that's that the one is also about? the one in the, with the female characters. Okay. Which, now that I say that, it seems like the reboots with the... It's him. Oh my god, it is him. 
So it seems so he he just cannot catch a break. God damn! <laughs> he really he really hating on Thor today. <laughs> nah, he yeah he's he's real dumb in both of those movies, but <laughs> oh. oh shucks! I should have put Ghostbusters. Ah, oh. Ghostbusters is good. Ghostbusters is real good. The original Ghostbusters, yeah. not the new one. I, hate, I don't like the new one either. I think, honestly, if they were going to do reboots, I understand that they're going to change it a little bit. I get it. <laughs> but if they're going to do reboots, I think they should adhere a little bit more to the original. Or if they're based on a book, adhere a little bit more to the book. Because I know some of the originals, um, for example, the original of It. Oh, yeah. I don't know how that follows the book in the slightest. No, nope, it does. It really does. <laughs> it does not. No. Um, and the newer ones, yeah, kind of follow they're it. They're closer. <laughs> yeah, they're closer. Yeah, that's that's a good way to word it. They're closer. Um, but I think so. I can't give hate on those. I think they are sig- a significant improvement. Mm-hmm. But I think over the sum of the ones that are so classic and that so many people have seen they have to be careful when they reboot it and even for stuff like the disney reboots oh yeah where they've rebooted mulan i'm sorry but i'm never gonna watch it no you don't have mushu i'm not watching the movie they don't have mushu they don't have mushu oh my god i'm not gonna watch the movie without mushu oh, i am sorry <laughs> not worth it and i mean even Spider-Man, I mean, I'm not going to hate on the Spider-Mans, okay? But I think with them changing characters, or actors, I guess, um, semi-frequently, it also kind of breaks the spell of the character themselves because each actor plays them differently and each director writes the character differently. And so I think that if they're going to do reboots of anything they should either try to adhere more to what it's actually based off of that way they don't get angry fans that aren't gonna watch your movie because you don't have Mushu (laughs) yeah it's it's tough rebooting and I like for Ghostbusters and Men in Black I appreciate that they didn't just do the first one but with a different cast because it would have been pretty easy for them to just make all of the cast female and redo the movie but they kind of did their own thing in the Ghostbusters universe I guess kind of I'm not super sure where it fits in but I appreciate that it's not just a knockoff kind of redoing it all. However, the story leaves a lot to be desired. <laughs> and, like, I, I think that they shouldn't have made Chris Hemsworth super stupid. Because <laughs> that was annoying and real dumb well clearly arrogant and usually stupid seems to be the characters that chris hemsworth plays yeah poor chris hemsworth though he's a good actor 
just don't appreciate the characters he plays all the time. Jeez. <laughs> uh, oh, um, there's there's been a lot of reboots where they're rebooting it with a female cast to be more inclusive or whatever. And I'm I'm all for that, but they have to write the story good too. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think. Like I said, I think that they should either remake the movie in a way that's going to satisfy everyone, and if they're going to change something about it, then make sure it's equally good as it was. Mm-hmm. Because especially for something like Ghostbusters, it's classic, and I'm pretty sure most people have seen it. And then some people really, really loved the new one yeah, some with a female that. cast, but it didn't adhere to the initial storyline and maybe that's not the problem but it's almost like it didn't have a storyline anyway yeah it seemed a little jumbled and honestly a lot of a lot of the reboots with the female casts have that issue but i'm i'm still holding out that it, there's there's a good one some somewhere and it's definitely no fault of the actors or actresses, you know, like, yeah, that's obviously not their part. I think it just probably kind of sucks that <laughs> they're in a position where maybe their movie isn't appreciated mm-hmm. just because it's based on something else that used to be better than whatever <laughs> they ended up in this yeah. time. Yeah, it's it's a shame. And... Oh, Ocean's 8. That's another one. But <laughs> I was also not very good. But, yeah, no, it's it's mostly due to that there was this really good movie and then they redid it when it didn't really need to be redone. Um, and it's, it's a shame that their talents are going to waste, but I don't know. It's one day, one day. Um, so I guess, I guess that's, we, we went off on a little bit of a tangent at the end there. That's all we have time for today. Stay tuned for our next week's episode. Thanks for listening. Be sure to go like and subscribe and check out all of our other social medias, such as TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you. Have a good day.